Welcome to Fixie's Playground. I am Trevor, your host. It is January 9th, 2024. We made it, y'all, to another year. And I'll be 35 tomorrow, Robbie. 35. I'm already there. Ah, you older bitch. Wait, tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow's my birthday. birthday. Oh, well, thank you. So for all of y'all listening and seeing this, yay. Now you know what day I was born. Um... But anyway, yeah, it's still winter, cold. We should be having like a brutal cold front coming in next couple of weeks. So I, uh, I got home from work today and started putting up some of the uh, new skirting on like my house because some of it was pulled off. So starting to get it ready for that that cold, so I don't have to deal with freezing pipes under my house. You know, because yeah. that would suck. Yeah, Addie was telling me that earlier. She saw next week it's supposed to get down actually into freezing into the 20s. Yeah, yeah. And then they have that like super cold front that's supposed to come in in like two weeks mm-hmm. where it's going to be like 14 degrees outside during the day. So, you know, all all you homeowners out there, um, prepare your houses is all I'm going to say because – you know what sucks worse than it being 14 degrees outside? You having to crawl underneath your house and fix a broken pipe or pay someone to do it. But uh, I'm not spending that kind of money. So <laughs> I'm going to do it myself. Uh, anyway, welcome. Welcome all. Um, welcome, Robbie, back to the show. It's been almost a year. Almost a year since you were last on. It's been No, it's been over a year because we've been in this new house for a year and the last time i did the show we were still out there okay let me see hmm, i was looking so you were here january 26 oh that's because i started in december oh okay well did i let's see has it been two years if we did it because i'm 90 percent sure we were still in the trailer right down the road from y'all i feel like y'all were definitely and we've um, been in we've been in the new house. It, it it made a year in October. Okay, man, is my podcast three years old? Could be. I thought it was two. I'm not paying attention to my own thing. Oh well, it's okay. Hold on, back to the top. Hold on, I'm trying to figure it out. I could find out. Maybe, maybe no. When did I start? I'll check the dates later. I feel sure, like it's somewhere. been a, a few years. I feel like it's been two years since we did it. But, like, I looked at my phone, and, like, the first episode with Kenneth Kidder, that was in December of the year I first started. And then it goes through that entire year, and then you pop in in January 22nd. So, um, I will I, I will check that out later, I guess. Maybe, maybe you've been doing it for three years. I feel like it's been two but uh, okay, so I started in because I do have some episodes here. Let's see, two thousand twenty-one for sure. So yeah, twenty December twenty twenty-one or January twenty twenty-one. Yeah, because I don't, I hadn't graduated yet either. I don't think. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, 12-31-2020. So it has been three years. Holy. Look at the time fly, y'all. I'm not even paying attention. 
So, uh, but I mean, I'm still going strong after three years. So I guess that's something, I guess, you know, but anyway, <laughs> it's nice to have you back on Robbie. Yeah. A lot has happened in, in those few years. You're yeah, you're right. A lot has happened. Let's see. <sighs> Alrighty then. So what's on the docket for tonight? Oh uh, pro I I, I almost had I was playing it so our our D and D session that you unfortunately had to miss uh, this past weekend. Yeah, we were um, did yes. Pause two minutes. Sure. All right, we're back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Nah, that's all good, man. I know how it is. Yeah. So uh, so so the D and D session we had we were uh did did somebody kind of catch did did you talk to chance or anybody uh not not really all i got was that uh calver fixed a wagon and then thunder blasted some people so i mean you know that's what he does (laughs) yeah so we um let's see where we we went around and we did a, a a couple things but we eventually um made our way to a windmill where the stone of Golar was supposed to be uh, held. Yeah. And as we got there, we get up into the second floor of the windmill and we open up a door. There are two people, two human cultists, Asmodean cultists, giving the stone, which is an amulet, uh, to three spiked demons, I think they were. Okay. Or, yeah, spiked demons. Pretty sure that's what they were. And they took off. And so we immediately gave chase after them. Like, it was just, it was literally a chase scene. Everybody yeah. jumping out of the windows, running along rooftops. So, and I almost, I was playing in my head how it could have almost fit in the uh um the vox machina like uh animated show of being that i'm the druid i very almost wild shaped into an elk because that has the most land movement speed that i had available at 50 feet yeah which would have been able to catch up except jumping out of a window as a large creature <laughs> Might have been a tight fit. Yeah. Yeah. But we ended up catching it. We we caught up to them. So we did mm-hmm. acquire the stone. Nice. Good. And that's where we left off. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I'll catch up with Chance and, and, and like the detailed notes for sure. And see what happens. So but it's all good. I just had prior plans. That's all oh, it was. Yeah. No worries. But yeah, let's see. In the person, let's see. Personal, I guess the two years since I've been on the show, uh, have since graduated. Worked some some professional tax seasons. Yeah, and we are mere weeks away from 
ramping Crunch up time. into crazy time again. Yeah, yeah. Mm, so. That doesn't sound like fun. Uh, no, it's certainly not fun. But there's, uh, you know, the, the firm where I'm at, it, there is the benefit that we're we're more or less given a blank check as far as overtime. Yeah. Uh, you work as much as you are uh, willing to stand. And uh, at the end of tax season, we don't, we're, you know, most everybody's salaried, so we don't get overtime per se. Uh, we get uh, compensation, comp time, compensatory time. The last mm-hmm. firm I was at uh, had the same thing. So every hour of would be overtime, you can either uh, get paid out for it or use it as extra vacation time. And that's a pretty standard thing across uh, the industry, from what I understand. Yeah. So that's so, yeah, you kill yourself for 12 weeks, but you know. You, you can it's pretty pretty lack uh not lack, it's it's pretty um laissez-faire i guess the rest of the year yeah yeah well i mean it's that's not bad though because you could do crunch time and then and then just save you up some hours for future rest you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. i mean the work's yeah. got to get done and i mean tax season's always going to be your busiest time of year right so i mean that's Take advantage while you can, you know, I yeah. guess. So I know like CJ, CJ would just stop talking to us for, for the entire tax season, essentially, because he was working yeah, I mean, it's, at least six days a week, you know, all day, every day. So, yeah. And it, it's and I told the the fire department out here that I volunteer with, um, like once after Mardi Gras, I'm not going to come to I'm not coming to any calls. I'm not going to be, you're not going to see me at the monthly meetings. I'm just going to disappear for a while. Because <laughs> the the one day a week I'm going to have off, I'm not going to go ride the fire truck. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's, you know, I think that's acceptable, right? Yeah. It's just. It's, it's, just, it's just part of the industry. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. you knew what you were getting into. <laughs> so yeah. doesn't mean it won't suck somewhat, but you know, it is what it oh, yeah. is. You take everything. No, I, I, I like it. I love my job. I love what I do. I like that. Uh, it, it, I I mean, I just picked up a client a couple weeks ago that is. I like being the problem solver. If that doesn't sound too cheesy, um, somebody. I was just talking with and they were like, man, yeah, I, I still haven't done my 22 taxes. And I'm like, huh? Sir, we're, we're almost finished with 2023 and you didn't do 22 yet. Uh, let, let, let's get on that. Here's my card. Let's talk about this. Let's handle this. Yes, please. Um, I look, I, I, there, there are a lot of things in this life. I will gladly mess with if I have to. The IRS is not one of them. I've just been a hundred. I've I've had to deal with them one time, one time. That's all it took. Yeah. Look, that was is- that when you was that when you won the? Uh- no, so that was actually. So I called the uh, CJ to to figure that out. Right, mm-hmm. it's like, well, fuck, I, I got to be a CPA friend. Like, let, let me call him and, and see. You know, right? Like, no, so what had happened was, and this was 
uh, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago. Emma probably was just a baby. And, um, like, I mean, we would just use, like, TurboTax or, or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, when she, when Mary was filing it, it, it glitched or something. So, like, the state taxes claimed something that it wasn't. So we ended up getting, like, a bigger state tax back. Um, and then they audited us, like, three or four years after that, I guess, or, or found found the mistake. So right. they're like, oh, um, y'all messed up right here. So y'all owe us this amount of money. Oh, plus this has been this long. Like, you're going to get all these late fees, even though you didn't know about it. We didn't know about it, but you're going to pay yep. these late fees. Oh, and it's due right now. Yep. It's, and if you don't, and if you don't pay it, we're gonna freeze all your accounts and basically shove our big government boot in your ass. So <laughs> now, you know, luckily we we had at least enough money to put a down payment on a payment plan to the IRS. And what sucks about that is, oh, oh, you want to do a, a payment plan? Oh, you're using a debit card? Okay, we're gonna charge you extra for that. Well, of course. So because like, who the fuck's traveling to Baton Rouge to go deal with the IRS, right? Like <laughs> nobody. So like, it's yeah. just. It's, you know, I, it's one of those things that really hate makes you hate the tax system in, in some ways. Well, um, and especially, like you said, because it took three years or something before you found out that something was wrong. Yes. Yes. So it's just one of those things. It's like, well, I didn't know, and you didn't know, and then you finally figured it out, and now I'm getting slapped with late fees? Like, come on now, man. Like I'll pay it back. That's not an issue. But like, why should I have to pay late fees for this shit? Right. <laughs> and you know, it's it's funny though because it having been, being in the industry now, you know, the the news story from uh, last year about uh, Biden was gonna uh, the the IRS was hiring like some seventy thousand you know new agents or something, and yeah. the libertarian the libertarian in me was like. No, 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 no. We don't need that. But then the tax professional in me was like, just make them answer the phone. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. But, don't make but that's them wait three hours on hold. But that's the problem. They're not they're not hiring them to answer the phone, Robbie. That's the uh, issue. If they, were hired, if they were hiring them just to answer the phone and make the process speedier, I'd be fine with that. But we all we all know that's not the case. So they're hiring them so they could slam their their government boot into other people's asses in a quicker manner, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I I picked up a client like that last tax season as well, just because um, their their situation was unique, kind of in the same the same boat where they got they claimed more credits on accident than they were supposed to. And uh, it just goes to show anybody that is ha- or has been divorced, you need to make sure you understand what you are and are not allowed to do with child credits going forward. Yeah. Because, and it wasn't something that they did on purpose. Um, but again, using TurboTax or something, it, it'll ask questions that if you don't know the lingo, some people just might not know any better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so they ended up getting a bigger credit than they were supposed to. And it took two and a half years. I mean, this was for the, this was, the, the, she called me in November of 22, and this was for their 19 taxes. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. That just, I mean, that just lets you know how far behind the IRS is. 
Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, and they're and they're gonna stay that way. It's just an, an ass load of stuff that you have to do, you know. But I just don't like the like the onus is on us to get it done. It's like I don't even want to pay you taxes, <laughs> like like, but like it's my responsibility to find out how much I owe you and make sure it's paid right, or I yeah. get shit shit on. It's like what? And, and another fun penalty that I didn't learn about until I went to school for it and started working for it is if you don't pay in enough at the end of the year, even if you're going to get a refund, if you haven't paid, like there's such thing as underpayment. Not only do you have to calculate how much you're going to owe come April, you have to pay in a certain amount of it by the end of the year, a certain percentage of it by the end of the year, or you have underpayment penalties. Yeah. Like, like it doesn't make sense. It's, so it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, look, man, I'm already getting taxed like a dozen ways till Sunday, and now you just want to throw penalties and and fees at me to get more of my money. It's just, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And then you wonder why people are like, "Fuck all of that." Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not against paying my fair share. I, I, I believe, you know, we should pay our fair share, but it just feels like. The fair share was like, you know, eight different taxes ago that I had to pay, you know, because it's not just one. Yeah. And then you go and buy something and it's something else like the same hundred dollars I make gets taxed a ridiculous amount of times. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, but it's whatever. It's 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 life, I guess. So. I do plan on uh, at, at least trying to help the general public as much as I can um, in an educational sense, which is the main reason I started that YouTube channel for anyone mm-hmm. that would be interested. It's the certified gaming accountant. And I have one video out that's educational in, in nature on like a general tax knowledge type of thing. The second one is in my head. I just need to write out an outline and then record it, which hopefully will be this week. Mm-hmm. So that's that's me doing uh doing my part to pick up pick up the slack where I like the whole the whole mentality around making those kinds of videos was that there's there's no reason the average person shouldn't understand their own taxes if you are just if you just have a job you have a w-2 maybe a little bit of interest from a savings account and you're claiming some child credits because you have kids you should not need to go to a cpa or fumble your way through TurboTax for something so simple yeah so that's my goal with the channel is is to provide base level education yeah, so the IRS isn't knocking on your door four years from now. Yeah. Saying pay me or else. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah, so let's just go ahead and talk about that YouTube channel. It's half the reason I was like, yeah, let's get Robbie on and talk about it. <laughs> so I did listen to the, I don't know if I listened to all of it, but I listened to a lot of the 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 video that went viral. And then some of the some of the videos after that, and I say viral loosely because I mean that's a lot of views. It was Uh, well, I went from I had 
I had 14 subscribers and they were all just friends. Um, and then the whole debacle with uh, Gerard, the completionist happened. And for those unaware of what that is, Gerard, he's a, you could say an old school YouTuber um, who his, his slogan, his, his uh, MO was that he, they don't just beat games, they complete them. And so he would 100% complete a game and give a review based on not just beating it, but, you know, a review on 100%ing the game. Yeah. And it was very, very popular, very successful. You know, that was his whole career <clears throat> uh, for years, well over 10 years. Um, two and a half million subscribers, I think, at the peak. Uh, mm-hmm. Something like that. And somehow or another, uh, an investigative YouTuber was tipped off about potential uh, charity fraud. Mm-hmm. And the T- TLDR is pretty much his dad. He and his dad and his brother started a nonprofit that was uh, implied to well, not implied, was explicitly stated to benefit Alzheimer's and dementia uh, disease and research. Mm -hmm. And over the course of uh, eight or nine years, that uh, private foundation, which, well, it became a public charity eventually, um, but that organization, that charity organization, raised about 800000 They grossed about $800,000. And never donated any of it. They just were sitting on it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I I saw that and I was, you know, shocked because I was a fan. And then uh, another guy by that whose YouTube channel is uh, some ordinary gamers made a follow up video to it. And then a, a couple weeks went by went by before Gerard made his response and i say it's his excuse video because it it really he didn't really he did a bad job that was a i don't know what he was thinking when he made that video he made a lot of points that weren't real points and and you know i went into it probably too deep in my reaction video which is essentially what it was um but I decided to make that video because he tried to muddy the waters and ex- and and hide some of the funny accounting and some of the the funny numbers that were pretty obvious. He tried to muddy the waters with with uh, like business jargon and accounting jargon that some of it was just outright incorrect. Mm-hmm. And so I felt an obligation to make a video that I honestly thought maybe a couple hundred people would see um, to just point out all of his uh, disingenuous explanations, let's say, put it nicely. And so I made that video and it was, you know, it was doing okay for a couple days, got like a couple hundred views up to a thousand views. And then one of the investigative journalists saw it and clipped my video in his follow-up. Ah, okay. And 
his YouTube channel, the guy that clipped my video, he has like three and a half million subscribers. Mm -hmm. So when his follow-up video went up and people saw my channel and my video in his and and he made a reference that yes i am a professional accountant like i know what i'm talking about when i when i said what i said that's when the the views started pouring in and that video is 62,000 i think 64,000 views yeah so yeah that was <laughs> That was something. So I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, and then I made a I made a follow up as well that took a deeper dive and and a more uh, analytical uh, look at the actual tax return for the foundation because all a lot of people don't know all tax exempt organizations, um, private foundations charities, churches, private schools, you know, anything that is a, ta a tax exempt organization, their tax returns are public record. Anybody can look that up on the IRS's website. Uh-huh. So I pulled it up and based off of information available on the internet, just you know, to publicly available, took a more deep dive at, at some of the other inconsistencies on the actual tax return. And that video's got 30 something thousand views as well. Mm -hmm. So it, it's been an interesting couple months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's pretty cool, though, man. I like it. Yeah. Now, as expected, you know, because it's, it's um, hot topic type of, you know, it's, it's YouTube drama, so to speak. Yeah. Um, that's what's really driving the views. The uh, the the most recent video I did, which, like I said, was much more educational in nature, explaining um, how the tax brackets actually work, as opposed to the common misconception as to how they work that, you know, even I heard growing up that video is at maybe 400 views, which is honestly what I expected um, post viral videos. But, you know. I think that's pretty good. I, I've gotten some good feedback in the comments. Um, I'm pretty satisfied with it. Yeah, well, I mean, that... Excuse me. <laughs> um, that video is kind of what you, you really wanted to do with the channel, you know? So, right. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad that, like, some people kind of stuck around and, and they're listening and, and maybe learning, you know? Right. Because um, I always find it interesting that it's... It's just like you said, like there's things that you hear your whole life or or people tell you, but unless you're like knee deep in it, like you are as a CPA, you probably just don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for someone to come along and be like, hey, let me just give you this, this simple information um, to how it really works and how things really are. Uh, I like that. And I like that. It, it, you know, like you say, you're helping people out. That's always a good thing, too. Mm -hmm. Um, because you, I, you know, like we've we talked about it before. Like it's, you don't really need to go pay somebody to do your taxes if if you have like an extremely simple tax form 
You know, you right. do want to just make sure that you're following right. But like, if it's not complicated, which for years, like Mary and I's weren't complicated, that's why we would use, you know, right. TurboTax or whatever, because it's just, there was nothing really to put on there. We didn't even have kids for a while. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, and then once we had kids, it still wasn't like that hard to figure out. So, but nobody's sitting you down and telling you how your taxes work. Right. It's just, you know, so. Even something as, as simple as understanding uh, your filing status. Because um, a, um, a situation I, I became aware of at one point without, uh, you know, obviously disclosing any possibly relevant information. Yeah. Um, th- there was a conversation I had with an individual who a long story as to why we initially prepared this person's tax return. And then they came back and said, Oh, well, I don't want to pay y'all to do it because if I do it myself, I get a bigger refund. Now this individual had a single W2 and a child. And that is it. Mm -hmm. That is it. That is it it took me 20 minutes to prepare it. Like it's super duper simple. Yep. And so I explained to this person, like, I'm not sure what you did, but there's only like the math is the math. There's only one way to calculate it. And I don't remember the exact wording I used, but it, it, you know, it was the politest way I could come up with <laughs> to say you made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. did something wrong. And um, come to find out later, she that this person just ghosted us, refused to pay for the like, even though we had prepared it or whatever. So, I mean, that is what it is. But come to find out later, it was because that person was doing their own return as uh, with the filing status head of household instead of single, which based on that person's situation, as I explained to them, was the correct filing status. And so the way that the math works out with filing status and standard deduction and the actual brackets, that's what caused them to have a larger refund doing it the incorrect way. Yeah. So did they get away with it, so to speak? Yeah, for a little while. But as you know, the IRS is a couple years behind. Yeah, one day so you're gonna, gonna get that that call, or well, they're it won't gonna even be get a, call. a letter. It'll be, it'll be a letter, and you have to call them. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's it's you got to do all the work. They're just notifying you, <laughs> right? So, oh man, yeah. It, it's it's ama- It's when when people think they, it's like. I do the, I do this for a living, like I, <laughs> what's, the, I'm, but I'm I have to stay pro- professional and and tell tell this person, you know, a polite way to tell them they're wrong. Yeah, well, it's not easy whenever you're dealing with the public, right? Yeah. So I mean, I've been there. I've had to put that that fake smile on sometimes and just be <laughs> like, I really want to slap you. Because you're being a fucking idiot, but I have to be nice. So, oh, and 
you know, I, I still get that a lot. That was I, I would get that way more often though when when I was a professional firefighter, when when that was my career before I went back yeah. to school. That happened a lot more. It still happens now, just far less often, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll always happen somewhat. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, my clients are all kids and sometimes <laughs> they aggravate me too. But you just have to let it go, right? Now it's actually a lot easier to let it go with what I'm doing, but you know, right? Some of them can't help it, but there are the ones that can help it, and you know they're just doing it just to be mean to you, <laughs> and you're like, "All right, man, come on now, <laughs> like <laughs> I know better. Come on now." Boom. All righty then. So it's new year. What are you looking forward to? I know we got some good movies coming out. We got oh, what am I looking forward to this year? I have to look at the list because I won't remember half the movies I want to watch. Mm, so, I don't know. I, you know, it as far as movies. It really, it really does sadden me that, as you know, as far as the MCU goes, because I know that was one thing we talked a lot about the last time I was on. I really uh-huh. don't care about any of it. So the, I think the only like MCU one that I'm super looking forward to is probably uh, Deadpool three. That's true. That is considered MCU now. So okay. that it, yeah, and I know that's so, like technically not. Because it's not, I mean, it is, but they have always just kind of done their own thing, you know? Yeah. But um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that. so that is, that's, well, that only just resumed filming after the writer strike. Yeah. Is there an estimated release date for it? Um, I'm not, I'm sure there is. I mean, I, mean, I, can, I can look at all this. Oh, it does have a release date, July. July, there we go. Okay, July 26th of this year. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Dune Part 2 is coming out in March. So, like, beginning of March. So, I am extremely excited for that because I really enjoyed the first one. And... um, I don't know. Are you familiar with the Dune movies? No, I'm not. I heard good things about the first one. Okay, so so um, it's it's based off of a book series, a sci-fi book series that is long. And while I'm not going to say it's bad, I'm going to say it's tedious to read. There's a lot of politics in it, mm-hmm. as far as the books are concerned. But what happened was is they made movies based on the books in like the '80s. So uh, the newer ones are just remakes of the older movies, right? Um, but the remake they did, the first one, part one, um, was like amazing. I enjoyed it. You know, I consider it like a top ranked movie. Uh, the quality of it, the soundtrack, everything else like that, right, um, was really top tier. Um, but knowing like the old movies and knowing the new movies, where they left off with the first new movie means that the second 
the second movie coming out is going to be way more like action packed mm-hmm. and crazy, and it'll probably be better. So um, that's why I'm excited for the second part to come out. Okay. So uh, I I did also just remember uh, Sonic Three is is going to be coming out. I just looked up if it had a release date. Its tentative release date is December of tw- of this year of twenty four. Mm-hmm. The week before Christmas. I am looking forward to that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Sonic 1 and 2 were very good. Very, very, uh, especially Sonic 2. Sonic 2 was a very faithful adaptation of, you know, a video game IP. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I do think, it, like, just considering all the all the zeitgeist around the Sonic movie and, like, the uproar with the original CGI and having it Ooh. change. <laughs> but then, like, the movie's actually being good. Despite yeah. that fact, right? So, I I almost a, a minor a, a little conspiracy theorist in me almost wants to say that they made it look that bad on purpose just to to feign uh, stupidity, and then they always planned on making Sonic look more like Sonic, but they just made it seem like that to build good rapport with the audience to say, oh, look, we're listening. We care about the fans. It's yeah. like, because I, it was so bad. The The original trailer was, like, the design was so bad. It seems more oh, it looks like, terrible. An, like an April sure. Fool's joke. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, obviously, I'm glad. I'm glad the direction they went. I, I think it was correct, but uh, I almost want to say they did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like some of these uh, these companies be messing up with movies these days. So uh, yeah, you just got to look at Disney for that. Just oh, in God. general. Yeah i I saw the uh, the interview with with the new. Uh, female director for the Star Wars, uh, I guess trilogy that they want to put out. And... Yeah, the, yeah, the the new I don't remember her name. The the uh, the Indian. She no, not she's not Indian. She's Pakistani. Yeah, yeah, and and basically she she said something along the lines of like, um, it's time for like women to have a voice in the Star Wars and there to be a strong. Female character yeah. and like, I guess she's look, never look, heard I, of Leia. I, yeah, yeah. I'm all, I'm all about like quality and all this other stuff. But like, she's acting like Star Wars hasn't had like Princess Leia, Rey, Ahsoka Tano. Like, there are a shit yeah. ton. But Rey of, is like, a bad character. Let's let's go. Let's go with. Uh, let's let's go ahead Natalie and say Portman that character that I, I'm drawing a blank on right now, Princess. Yeah, uh, Princess Amidala. Uh, no, yeah. I, I think I, I don't. I don't think Ray, the acting was good, and she was a strong female lead. I just think that like they just butchered that trilogy, and that had oh, nothing absolutely. to do with, with, they, with they the character them. or her. Yeah, they that that had to do with three different directors and like the last guy did it do a terrible job because he was basically just trying to piece shit together at that point 
Like yeah. that—that's all on Disney. And then now they—they they decide, hey, let's hire this director who just wants to take the wokeness to the next level. And it's like, what? Like, what, I don't—I don't understand. Like, it—if there's one thing you can say about the Star Wars trilogy, they've been having strong female leads since the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> and you know the the weird thing about that though is I feel like just a month ago Bob Iger the CEO of Disney I think he's the CEO of Disney put out a statement saying hey we realized um our movies have been a bit too preachy um we're yeah. going to tone that down a bit because our bank account is hurting and uh they haven't they haven't figured that out yet though but, they haven't I mean, figured it out but he he said that like in a press conference or or really or made a press statement about that like maybe a month ago, and then they hired this woman who immediately makes hyper political statements like this about yeah. the next trilogy, and it's just like, well, did you not mean what you said? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Now maybe the video was taken out of context because I didn't follow up on it because I was like, you know, this doesn't really surprise me, I guess. Yeah, uh, I just know that like a lot of people were pissed off by it, and not just like internet dweeb guys, you know, because you know how we can be sometimes. But like, there were females going like, "You, you not like Leia? Like, what, what are we talking about here? Have you yeah. seen Ahsoka? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> There's a very, uh, very popular. Uh, I don't know if influencer content creator, I guess would be her name would be her category. She makes YouTube videos and she has, she's on, on Twitter and all that. Um, that star Wars girl is her handle. And she's very open about how trash a lot of the star Wars content has been lately. And spe- specifically around how Ray was, you know, Mary sued in, in that trilogy. Yeah. Well, I mean, even then, just, like, how they turned out with, like, Finn's character, right? Oh, yeah, poor Finn. He just like, got... Like, Finn got forgotten. screwed, and then just... Um, I, and, look, I, I don't... Like, people hate the tri- that trilogy, and, like, there's a lot of things I don't like about it. I, there's some things I do like about it. Like, there was some cool stuff in it, but, like, they just butchered the ever-living crap out of it. Oh, so, yeah. Well, and, like, I mean, you, you said it. Per- you had the exact correct point that it was it was three different directors and writers and like it was it doesn't there was no way they could have had any yes. kind of cohesion be, between you them. have to have one vision right you have to have one vision and and like you lost your directors because y'all tried to tinker too much with it right yeah i'm sure there was other things behind the scenes but like why are you tinkering with stuff like that like let your directors do their job that you hired them to do. So we will see now. Like, I'm not complaining. I, I liked all of the, um, like all of the, the Disney, like series, like TV series, like Ahsoka's awesome. I enjoyed that. People kind of poo pooed the Obi-Wan one. I liked it. Oh, really? Did you? I, I, I didn't think it was terrible. Like, it was oh, meh. I got, but like, just the, first episode that two grown men could not catch 10 year old leia well also how they made leia as a 10 year old bothered me for sure like right just, yeah i i i got two episodes 
three so, episodes in. I watched two or three episodes, and that was uh-huh. all I could stand. And and it, I got you. I got you. I finished the whole thing. Uh, so I mean, there, there's, I don't know. There's there's a lot of issues with the series. Uh, I liked some of the lore and stuff, and, and you get to deal with like Kenobi dealing with just the whole aftermath of Order sixty six going into hiding, um, all that stuff, right? That um, yeah, that was interesting to actually see his, you know. But I, they named the show Kenobi, and it, I feel like he was an afterthought. I feel like he was a supporting character in his own show. Yeah, yeah, because it all focused around him just rescuing Leah. Yeah. So I, I feel you on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean. Overall, I'm, I'm, the Mandalorian's fucking top notch. Um, yeah, I liked the book of Boba Fett. I don't, I don't know how people felt about that. I liked it. I didn't, um, I didn't see any of that one. Yeah, it was, it was a a Mandalorian offshoot season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I mean, it surrounds Boba Fett, and like, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to more like TV series. But I mean, let's let's just face it. Like Disney, just just give us Star Freeman, man, yeah. or Star Killer. Like, do do the thing. I want to see. I just want to see a trilogy, trilogy based around like the dark side, like the Sith. I really just do. Like you, the obviously Palpatine they'll be story. Palpatine's story is really good. Like I, I read which I mean it's not canon anymore, but like I read the books, the the old books that used to be canon uh-huh. uh, about like Darth Darth Plagueis and mm-hmm. the rise of Palpatine, and like they're really fucking good. But if I'm being honest. I'm I'm tired of living in that time frame of Star Wars, right? Oh, in the old like, Republic. Yeah, like the, the the from the beginning of of Anakin and Kenobi to the end. Like we're right. let, let, let's just be done with that that timeline, and let's either go backwards or forwards. Preferably backwards because I want to get some some content lore. Um, but like we can go forward too. Go 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 forward a couple hundred years. Have some different kind of problems. Have some different kind of people. Like quit, quit drawing out the the rebels won. Oh no, the rebels might lose, and this a new Sith order is coming into like like how many times do I need to see this? I've seen it. I've seen it my entire life before I was even born. It's been around. Like let's let's play out something different, right? Yeah, um, that's fair. And, and I would like to see a dark side trilogy just just because. Do do the thing. You want to be artistic. You want to you want to show me your fucking chops. Do something that's not normal, right? Um, if not, I mean, can we can we get it like a Yoda series? I mean, a young Yoda maybe, right? That, I mean, that would work because Yoda is what like centuries and centuries old. He's like, well, he's he's almost nine hundred years old when he dies in right. uh, Empire. So is it Empire? Or is it Jedi? I think it's Empire. No, it's it's no in, he it's, it's 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 in Jedi. It's a Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it's Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Very yeah. beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I mean, like, I would like to see a young badass Yoda doing his thing for sure. That would be cool. Um, but there's so many interesting characters in the Star Wars universe. It's like why why we got to keep? I, I know these are the money makers and these these what did the thing for you. But like, let's let's move on to something different. You got a whole universe of shit to work with and tons of content you can use. 
So, yeah. How about the uh, how about the the MCU of uh, the 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 series the TV series of the MCU MCU? Did you watch Loki season two? I haven't seen season two yet. I'm about to start it actually. So, I I like I really like Loki's character in it. Um, I like the way it ended. I thought it's story wise, it's an incredible ending. Um. And for the most part, it was overall very good. I feel like they broke one of their own time traveling rules immediately again. Uh huh. But I mean, overlooking that, it was very good. Okay. Because I, I had my, a problem I had in season one. I I thought was just a gargantuan plot hole. Um. I don't know how much you you remember about season one, but the whole Sylvie, the female Loki, yeah, her the way she was evading the TVA for all that time is that she was hiding out in uh, like catastrophes and yeah, in, in catastrophic yeah. events, mm-hmm. <clears throat> as tested by Mobius and Loki, that they went to Pompeii when Mount Vesuvius was erupting and yeah. Loki ran around, did some magic in, in view of all these people, and it didn't cause a branching timeline because it had no actual effect on the the catastrophic event. Yeah, all those people were going to die. So. Right. So then a couple episodes later, when they're on whatever planet that was that was exploding, and they yep. were stranded, Loki and Sylvie were stranded, and Mobius was trying to find out where they were, Somehow them kissing caused a branch that Mobius found. Yeah. So in what way does them kissing stop the planet from exploding or imploding, whatever it was? Yeah, I don't know. So that, like... Yeah, yeah, giant plot hole. That was just the most massive amount of plot armor I've ever seen on a show. But if you got past that, Loki season one was great. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. It was, I mean, yeah. What can I say? It was really good. I was surprised at how good it was, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm, I'm poo-pooing it, but you, yeah, know, you was, never know what you're going to get with that. So, yeah. And and season two, again, like there's some, there's a, some, a weird time traveling thing they do in it that it's like, okay, you breaking a rule again, but whatever, I'm going to ignore it because the rest of the story is interesting. Yeah. Well, sometimes you just have to kind of suspend your disbelief and just yeah. think that somehow they would have managed to get out of the situation and still lived. I don't know. That's, that's you know, my issue is, is the, the setup was like, oh, shit, y'all are stuck and you're going to die. But apparently kissing somehow changes it. So mm-hmm. who knows? But still, great, great season one. I'll be watching season two shortly. Uh, I have to finish Vikings first. So I've been trying to like knock out some older school stuff that's good, that people told me are good. Mm-hmm. So and then I'm balancing that with like anime also while I watch horror movies to do horror podcasts. So, you know, it just takes time to get around to stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, How about Moon Knight? Did you watch Moon Knight? 
Oh, Moon Knight was phenomenal. Yes, yes. So I, good. I cannot I, wait for season two of Moon Knight. I would be, if they just said, look, oh, actually, Moon Knight is not a part of the MCU. It's just its own thing. Oh, that would be phenomenal. That would be perfect. Don't yeah. make it part of the MCU. Just keep it going. Yeah. Moon Knight was phenomenal. I cannot say enough how good that was. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, it kind of surprised me because I didn't, I didn't know a whole lot about Moon Knight going yeah, in. Yeah, right. Me either. Look, it's not that I don't like comics. I just haven't read a bunch. Um, I'll go down like, like Wikipedia rabbit holes and learn the plots to a bunch of comics. Um, but like, I wasn't very well versed in Moon Knight, and like, some of his comic lore is fucking awesome because like. He fights Thor and like what is you know Mjolnir, Mjolnir made of? And it's actually Moon Rock. And what does oh. Moon Knight control? Oh. The moon. <laughs> so like there's some some interesting things that go on, right? Uh, yeah. Moon Knight is extremely powerful. So, yeah. um, but I'm just I just like what the series did, right? Like you don't have to go into like the cosmic Moon Knight. Just keep giving me the Moon Knight that you're giving me, and like. Oscar Isaac playing the role. He's doing a phenomenal job, um, that, and they're doing a, they're doing a great somewhere. job of cliffhangers, right? Like oh, cliffhangers yeah. and just you not really knowing what's going on. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Oscar Isaac has he has to be one of the greatest actors I've ever seen. Like the the way that because they hit when he would switch personalities in some scenes they would do it without a camera cut and it was literally like he had a a mental switch that would just flip and he would immediately snap to the other personality yep accent and everything like he was having arguments with himself between the two personalities each having their own accent yeah one was like an american accent one was a british accent and he would just seamlessly flip-flop back and forth between them it was it was incredible yes some amazing acting going on so uh and i liked ethan hawk as as the villain mm-hmm. he he did a really good job too he got all buff and everything for that for that role so that was pretty cool um what do you think about them bringing back um daredevil and the punisher and the same actors reprising their roles <sighs> I what okay when when No Way Home came out when Spider Man No Way Home came out and nobody knew that Charlie Cox was gonna be in it as Matt yeah. Murdock yeah and that scene happened I was super excited I was like oh my god they're gonna bring him back because the the Netflix Daredevil series is probably some of the best Top. stuff that Marvel oh, has my put god. out yes yes so good. But then just as as the rest of the MCU went on, it's just like I, I, every new thing that came out, you know, like She-Hulk and then Hawk, Hawkeye was meh. Hawkeye was okay. I still haven't watched it yet because I, I knew it was going to be kind of meh. So. Yeah. But, like, but it, I mean, if you manage your expectations. If you go in there just expecting to be, you know, entertained, then then you'll like. Oh it. yeah, yeah. But yeah, don't I'm go sure. in expecting another Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. You know, Hawkeye was fine. She Hulk was just abysmal. Um, I still haven't watched it. I 
the Marvels. There's nothing. There's nothing I've seen from it that makes me really want to watch it. So yeah, but and then like the Marvels was trash. Miss Marvel, nobody watched it. And when a sh- when the least watched MCU series, the main character from that is the high point of the worst Marvel movie. Statistically, the the Marvels is the worst performing MCU movie. Period. It's worse yeah. than Thor: The Dark World. Mm-hmm. So when the best character from that is from the least watched Disney Plus series, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think is it today or yesterday, tomorrow? So like this week, Echo comes out, doesn't it? Um, I think so. So I, I may watch. I may watch the first episode because the whole thing is dropping. They're not doing uh, uh, episode installments like like they did with the others. Yeah. I think they're just dropping the whole thing at once. I may watch the first episode just because Charlie Cox is in it. And, um, oh, what's his name that plays Fisk? Um, Gomer Pyle. I can't remember his name. I, I... Man, I should yeah, know his the, name. Yeah, he he was you know the guy that played Wilson Fisk in the Daredevil Netflix series. Oh yeah, I mean he well he's played a lot of great roles over the years. He's an yeah. amazing actor, and he definitely was an amazing actor uh, for Kingpin in Daredevil. Yeah. Um. Them, I'm gonna figure it out. Them coming uh, back, Vincent D'Onofrio. There we go. Yeah, should have known that. So. It's enough to make me them coming back is enough to make me want to watch the first episode with a fair amount of apprehension. Just because I did see a leaked clip from the fight scene between him and Echo. And it's it's not well choreographed. Like you look you you look at some some of the best choreographed fight scenes in the MCU is from Captain America Winter Soldier. The hand-to-hand combat between Cap and Bucky. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. Well, we'll I mean, da- Daredevil, Daredevil, like the last season, like the hallway yeah. scene. The hallway scene is probably like one of my favorite choreographed fight scenes out of all the Marvel stuff. So, yeah. Continue. Sorry. But this, this fight between Daredevil and Echo just it's it's not well put together Mm -hmm. and so just the general state of the mcu has me not optimistic about them coming back yeah i don't know i i'm willing to give it that it's a it's a series right and they they've pushed out some really good series and some really not good series so i i i i definitely feel you on being hesitant right um, but I just I can trust that like I know Daredevil is going to be good at some point, and so is the Punisher. Whether or not Echo lives up to snuff, I don't know, right? Um, if they're going to typecast Echo as another like gung ho feminism thing, I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy that. I just want different. I want different. Like, yeah, you've already done this, so just give me something different, right? Um, so we'll see. I, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to Daredevil and Punisher, but we'll see what they do with it. 
I guess. Yeah, and then I know they haven't they haven't released a cast yet. Um, I know they had to change directors a while back for Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. I think that was last summer. They, um, I think it was last summer. They they had to part ways with uh, the person that was on board to be the director, um, and had to find somebody else. So I don't know what they're doing with Fantastic Four. Then there was that rumor a couple months ago that Pedro Pascal was going to be cast as Reed Richards which would just be the nail in the coffin because everybody's already seen John Krasinski as Reed Richards and I don't feel like the fan base wants anyone else I mean I I want John as Reed Richards I I'm going to be mad at Pedro Pascal I he's a great actor but yeah. I just feel like I feel like do we really need to run into like the multiverse thing again to where like they don't have to look the same yeah I, I'm I'm kind of tired of that. Like give give me give me John, yeah. So and then you know people were saying too that Emily Blunt would make a great Sue Storm. Yeah, she would. Uh, well, I've heard I've heard about that a lot. So, um, uh, but yeah, Fantastic Four. I'm I'm holding my breath on Fantastic Four. Um. But the X-Men is supposed to eventually be making their comeback because, I mean, yep. Wolverine, you know, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is in Deadpool 3. And he he did say when he retired the role after Logan, he said the only way he would come back is if his Wolverine would be in the MCU. Yeah. And so now that is technically true. I, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think he's coming back. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, I think... I think he's he doing doing that. <laughs> he's he well one he's getting old and he's he's done the role, right? Look, man, right. if there's one way to put a feather in your cap and to finish mm-hmm. off the career as Logan, it's in Logan the movie. Like there was the greatest send-off for a character I I feel, right? I cried at the end. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Oh no, well I, I don't know if I cried. I was Definitely crying inside if I wasn't physically crying. Like it was a great movie. Like I could watch it tomorrow and, and it'll make me feel feelings, right? And that's always mm-hmm. a good thing. Um, I think he's just coming back for Daredevil. And like kind of like we said earlier, like Daredevil is kind of like it is Marvel, but then it Deadpool? isn't. That's what I meant. Dare- Deadpool, my bad. Bah! Getting yeah. them mixed up. Uh Deadpool is Marvel, but it's kind of not Marvel, right? Uh, because it kind of did its own thing. Right, um, but they did. They have like Kevin Feige and as well as Ryan Reynolds confirmed that it is now MCU canon. Deadpool three takes place within the MCU. Oh, okay, nice. Well, that maybe a, now, yeah, yeah, maybe now Marvel shell out some some more heroes other than just what they've had so, so far. Not that I'm complaining, but um, yeah. and Beast but, is in the post credit scene for the Marvels. Oh, is he? Okay. The same, so, the same well, actor. Um, I forget the actor's name. That the one that played. Yeah, he, uh, he plays in Renfield. Uh, what's his name? He's the, played the, a lot the of original stuff. Beast, not not the not the one with the younger cast. Really? The, oh, the original, the guy that played Fraser. Why am I forgetting his name? I'm forgetting his name. Uh You know what I'm talking about, though. I know who you're talking about. I just don't remember his name. Oh, 
But I can watch. Uh, let's see. Actors. Oh, wait, that's um, the wrong X-Men movie. I'm looking at X-Men 1. He's in X2. George Buza? No. Kelsey Grammer, that's it. Oh, yeah. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Um Kelsey Grammer played Beast in like Hank McCoy. He played them in Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The original X-Men, the Fox X-Men from the mid 2000s. Yeah. He was in the post-credit scene for The Marvels. Okay. As Beast. So they, ever since Disney hey, bought, he's got to be getting old though, right? Yeah, but you know they CGI stuff. I know they can. I'm just saying. Seems like I mean, I'm, not, already, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining, right? So, uh, yeah. I'd be fine with that. I just feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna bring up X Men and and do the whole remake thing, you should probably get some younger actors. Just saying. Because it's probably going to be years in the making. <laughs> yeah, well, because that's been the thing ever since Disney bought Fox. That's all anybody's ever said is like, well, and and since the creation of the multiverse in the MCU, it's like, well, Tobey Maguire's Spider Man and Andrew Garfield's Spider Man are all canon now. That's all MCU yep. canon. It's just yep. a different universe. So can the yep. same be said for? Um, the X-Men movies. And I'm pretty, I think Kevin Feige said that he's Kevin Feige came out and said, all Marvel movies are canon just in their own parallel. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Well, it's, it's the whole point of going into the whole multiverse thing. Right. Um, which I mean, that's what, that's what the comics are though. That's, that's right. the main selling point of all the comics to begin with. Um, it's why you can have all these, diametrically opposed storylines of the same characters uh because they're not technically the same characters even though they are right so um so we'll we'll see what happens with the x-men i i'm just kind of of the it's too little too late mindset yeah um i know it's so hard though because i'm just so jaded when it comes to the remaking of something that's already been hashed right yeah so, like, I mean, Dark Phoenix was just—I fell asleep during it. I didn't even watch it, but I. So I, well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go to theater. I didn't go to theaters, but like, I watched it at home, and I fell asleep. Now, don't get me wrong; it's kind of late, but like, if it would have been, like, at least average, I probably would have stayed awake, right? right? Um. Now, like that being said, there were some cool concepts. Like, I like, I like that version of Magneto. Um. Oh boy, that plays him does a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, s- same thing with Professor X. Like, I didn't have an issue with the actors, but like that last one was just mm, meh, right? Cool, cool yeah. stuff in it, but like it was just meh. So, well, I mean, uh, the, just from the trailers, one glaring problem I saw is that they forgot about the prior movie. <laughs> like in X Men Apocalypse. Jean already has the Phoenix Force, or it's at least implied that she has the Phoenix Force already. Yeah. And then she somehow gets it in the next movie, which takes place 10 years later. Yeah, huh? I, don't, I, I don't I don't know. So, like, well, if if you follow the X-Men movies, um, 
I don't know, like, because it's the whole, like, Charles technically sealed it away. Because she, I think she always had it. She always had, like, the Phoenix Force in her if you want to go to, like, the earlier movies. Well, and, yeah. That, in, and, in like, Charles had sealed it away, yeah. right? Yeah, in the Fox's X-Men. And they didn't go that way in here. And then, like, I think in the comics, she gets just, like, hit with the Phoenix Force at some point because it's an actual, like, entity, you yeah, know? It's a, yeah, it's some alien so, energy force or something. Yeah, yeah, and it can be passed on to different people, and it is in the comics. So I, I don't know where they went with that, but like the movie just wasn't you know, wasn't great. Uh, I mean, all the other movies I liked, um, they had some cool concepts. That's some other shit I didn't like in it, but it, it is what it is. Um, but them remaking it at this point, I think it's just so hard to trust that they'll do it right at this point. Yeah. And it's and I hate saying that because they gave us twenty two movies of of consecutive like ramping up and doing good and and not every movie in that those twenty two movies were amazing but like they were telling one big story and now I feel like they're floundering to to, oh, to, yeah. to, to do yeah, it again absolutely. and do it in a in a, in a, a better way and they're just they're just not doing it um but I mean I'll I'll watch X Men for sure. I haven't I haven't gone to the theaters for a lot of the newer X Men stuff, but um, I'd be willing to definitely go for X Men or like you said, like the Fantastic Four. Um, I'm looking forward to like the new Blade, even though it won't have um, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Wesley Snipes in it. Hey, uh, I I hey, like Mahershala. Don't get ahead of yourself. He could cameo. He could cameo. Uh. I like Marshala Ali though. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll do the role very, very well. You know, I, I think it, it definitely just sucks for Wesley, but I he's just older. Now he's still fit as shit. He can still play it, I guess. He, he I'm sure he could, but I don't blame him for going a new new direction, I guess you can say, right? Um but that won't be until 2025. So I mean we have a whole yeah, we a got whole a another year. And not just like the beginning of 2025, like November 2025 is is what their their release date on that movie is. So uh, that's way down the pipe. Um, Captain America: Brave New Worlds. That's 2025. Uh, you know, I, uh, I, I I I liked I liked the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series. It wasn't great, but like it it wasn't bad. I more more or less enjoyed Winter Soldier. Um, processing through his shit, you know. Um, oh yeah, that was great. Now, but I do, but I do like them going into the details of like what transcribed between Steve Rogers going into the ice and before, uh, you know, like the Avengers takes place, right? Um, and some of the backstory stuff that you didn't know that's in the comics was in this. So, um. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I, I don't think it was amazing, but I enjoyed it. So I'll be curious to see where it goes. I I liked the um. I thought it was really good having Bucky like work through life without Cap. The one thing keeping him grounded after all of the horrible, you know, the 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 things he's been through. And especially like, and you know that he is he is 
just so damaged because one of my favorite lines in the entire MCU was, and I, I feel like it's, it gets overlooked, the magnitude of, of what was said in Captain in Civil War, Captain America Civil War, after Tony finds out uh, that Bucky killed his parents and they start fighting. There's a, a bit where, there's a shot where Tony has him kind of in a, <clears throat> a standing like rear chokehold or something. And Tony asks him, he says, do you, do you even remember them? And Bucky responds kind of like looking off as if into a memory or something. Bucky's response is, I remember all of them. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I know it, they are special to you, but like, don't get it twisted. There's so many more like, yeah, I'm sorry about what I did to your parents, but goddamn, do you realize how many people I've killed not of my own self? Yeah. Yeah, because, it, I mean, it's 100% not in Bucky's character to do that. Right. He was forced to do it against his own will, and he has to live through every single one of the things that he did not want to do and found terrible. Um, But, man, so, I, yeah, I laughed because, like, I got in a debate about that because, you know, how they, they'll they rehash, like, the, the Iron Man versus Captain Civil War debate. And I'm like, man, it's, it's fucking Team Captain. Like, it's not that Iron Man didn't have a good argument. It's that Iron Man was butthurt, and instead of trusting his friend, he decided to be butthurt. Yeah, but I only brought <laughs> so, it up because of that, that one... Yeah, like, philosophically, I was Team Cap all the way in that movie. But getting getting to see Bucky kind of work through that and process that, I thought a great direction for the series to go the first couple episodes of uh of Sam tr like feeling the immense pressure of you know how do i live up to the leg the legacy of Steve Rogers yeah i i thought that was great and then i i thought it feasible that he would just say look i i can't live up to that here's the shield back and all that and then they had i don't remember the character's name but the other Stand in Captain America. Yeah. That was like the douchey Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he... I thought that was fine. Um, I lost interest about halfway through the show when they started like trying to get the audience to sympathize with the domestic terrorist, which is what they are. The the um I don't remember what the name of their organization was, but the the people yeah. Try like that. The new super soldiers. They um. They tried to make you sympathize that like they were by all interpretations of the definition terrorists, mm -hmm. domestic terrorists. But the whole show kind of got started to morph into this. Oh well, you should feel sorry for them. It's not their fault that they're doing these terrible things. They have a reason for it. Like. It, the show got very SJW for me. Yeah, well, as it tends to do. But I, I get the argument because, like, comics were social commentary, right? So, like, I I get it. But, like, there's sometimes it's too heavy-handed, right? And then they're, they're still fucking terrorists and they're still killing people. So, like, I don't want to feel sorry for them because... 
there were other ways they could have handled their issues and they chose to do it in the most destructive manner possible instead. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what the next phase of Marvel has in store for us. I'm not really. Oh, uh, super what excited. I mean, of, what did you think? Of, did you see Black Panther 2? I didn't see Black Panther 2. Real. Okay. Do you, I should. I I thought it was one of the better movies that Marvel's put out in the last couple of years. Pretty, oh, pretty really? Much since, since Endgame, I knew I knew the MCU was going to struggle a bit. When I, Shang-Chi was good. Let me say that. Shang-Chi, I, I forget about Shang-Chi because that was like peak COVID when that came out. Yeah. So a lot of people didn't see it, but I thought Shang-Chi was really good. Well, like I... I, but, I, didn't, I don't think I've heard anybody say that it was bad, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think so, people just forget about it, though. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Black Panther 2 was pretty good. Um, I thought it was above average. I mm-hmm. somewhat disagree with who got chosen to be the successor, to be the new Black Panther. I mm-hmm. get why they did it. But... I feel like there was another character, another established character, another established liked character that could have taken up the mantle. Um, But I won't get into it to, in in case, like to spoil it for you. But yeah, I'll probably watch it soon. So, but it was it it was overall pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's good. Let's see other movies coming out. Uh, I don't know if you. Like the Aliens franchise, but Aliens Romulus is coming out in August. No, I never really got into those. Okay. I enjoyed it. Now, I am looking forward to Craven the Hunter. I forgot that he was getting a movie. Yep, August 30th. So, um, played by uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, the the same guy that played Kick-Ass. Oh. And then I think he played on... What was that movie that just it's an action movie that just came out with like uh Brad Pitt? I think it's called Bullet Train or something like that. Um yeah. but anyway, he's playing Craven the Hunter. And I, yeah. I saw I saw the trailer for this movie and I was sold on it. I'm like, oh, this looks like it's gonna be a good movie. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um they have Beale Juice oh, 2 coming out. Year. Yeah, that's this year. They have Beetlejuice 2 coming out with Michael Keaton and Tim Burton oh, directing yeah. again. So that should be good. Um, Winona Ryder should be back. Um, oh, that'll be a fun movie. Then. And then I think it's going to be her daughter played by uh, Jenna Ortega. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I yeah. cast, but but I think she, I mean, she'll do good. I, I enjoyed the Wednesday show. So, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to poo-poo that. Um... Let's see what else we got. Oh, oh, the second Joker movie, Folly Adieu, which will be a musical, which I don't know how I feel about that, but I have seen some good musicals. Um, but yeah. it is Joaquin Phoenix reprising his role as the Joker opposite right. of Lady Gaga. So Lady Gaga is going to be playing Harley Quinn. <laughs> you should, you also see the faces Robbie's making right now. It's it's fucking hilarious. Um, I mean, she sure. she 
So she can play a really good psychopath. Like I Yeah, and and that's nothing against against her. Like Lady Gaga yeah. is a it's or I think has some of the best pipes in the mu- music industry. Um, yes, and she's actually a really good actor. She is a very good actor. I, I saw that movie uh, A Star is Born. She was incredible. Oh, but she was amazing, yeah. And she's she's an American horror story uh so TV I don't series. No <laughs> I don't know about Harley Quinn. I mean so we'll I, I think she's gonna fit the motif of the movie, but like you have to look at it from from the 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 first Joker, right? Like Joaquin's first Joker. That movie is not like your typical DC movie. It's right. it's it's its own thing. And it's I much think more grounded she's, in reality. It was a hundred percent more grounded in reality. I love the movie. The movie's an amazing <clears throat> movie. Oh yeah. Um, like I I had Mary watch it and she loved she loved it and she's not like. She likes the superhero movies. She'll watch them, but like she was like, "Man, that's a great movie." I was like, "Yeah." Um, so I I think the same tone of the movie is going to be there, and I think a lot of Lady Gaga playing Harley Quinn in that role for this movie, I think will will meet the standard, right? Uh, I don't know if it'll be as good as the first one though. I, I don't. That'll be hard. So we'll see. Uh, not really super excited about Venom three, but hey, why not? Um well, I mean, did did you not like the first two? I like the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. Oh, you never saw the second okay. So, the second one was it was good. I mean, they're not like they're not some ten out of ten movies, but they're yeah, you know, good. Yeah, well, I think like my biggest issue with, with the first one was, was just the PG rating, like the PG thirteen rating. Right. Like how how are you gonna have an anti-hero that like chops people in half and eats them and not have any blood like venom needs to be a rated r movie like it needs to be a rated r series you know what i'm saying and that's where like the potential was wasted is is what i feel about it so was venom 2 also uh venom 2 was rated r wasn't it was it i don't know no it was pg-13 as well yeah so they follow see and that's what i like how are you gonna put out logan and put out daredevil and they'd be like, hey, we're going to push out Venom, but, like, we're going to give it the PG-13. Yeah. Now, I mean, having Woody Harrelson in it definitely gave it a boost. Sure, but, like, that's not – I don't care. Like, you got, you have to – it's just the whole makeup of the movie. Like, the, the character. Yeah. He literally eats people. Like, right. He, it's it's – you you need to have blood and gore. Like, come on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. It would have been better serviced as as a, yeah. a rated R movie. But yeah, I, I feel like there was more blood in like Spider Man three or two when <laughs> when when the goblin the hobgoblin gets killed. Like, it it's just that's you know it's come on. They should they should have done better. So it, I just googled Venom three just to look at if like to try to see if. That's supposed so that is going to be this year as well. Yes, in November. That will be, yep, November. Why is Andrew Garfield listed as the cast? Uh, maybe he's somewhat in it. exciting. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we're, we're, how, how do you feel about like an amazing Spider Man 3? I know there's been talks of it since, since uh. Since No, no Way, Way Home, Home, yeah, and everything I would, like that. 
I would first have to okay, so I never actually saw the Amazing Spider-Man one or two. Oh, okay. Because I my I thought it was too soon after Toby's run. I yeah. thought the reboot was too soon after Toby had his run as Spider-Man. Gotcha. So I was in the camp of, oh, that's not my Spider-Man. Toby's my Spider. Like it's it's too soon. You're just mm-hmm. redoing it just because like it, yeah. it wasn't going to be a part of the MCU even though the MCU was good and established by then. Yeah. Um so I just I had no interest in it. And then come I I heard like I was I had seen Andrew Garfield in some movies before and I knew he was a good actor. But then like reading the reviews afterwards is he got screwed because his writers were dog shit. Yeah. Yeah, so like I really liked the uh, Amazing Spider-Man one, and Spider-Man two was Amazing Spider-Man two was bleh, but it, it was literally just the writing was terrible. Yeah, right. Um, I, I mean, I thought he was great in No Way Home. Um, yeah, and I mean, I'm more than happy to to see him get a third, like to get a shot at a a trilogy because the other two Spider-Men have a trilogy. You know, let yeah. him get his. Let yeah, him let get him his get his. He's a yeah. great actor. Just give him a good writing team. Yes, seriously, he'll pull it off, and I'm all about it. I love me some Andrew Garfield though. I just, after I watched um, Hacksaw Ridge, oh. I was like, "All right, Andrew Garfield, sold. <laughs> I will watch all of your movies now. Like That's you got me." I've watched that again for uh, not that long ago. Me too. And it, you want to talk about movies about that make War... you feel feelings, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, And there's something about World War II movies that uh, I I can, like, I just get an itch and like, man, I need to watch that again. Same yeah. thing with Saving Private Ryan. You know, every, oh, yeah. every once in a while, it's just like, I need to watch well, that so, movie again. So I finally got around to watching... Um, Band of Brothers. It's it's oh. like that. That was fucking amazing. That I was, was like, oh my Private god, Ryan on on that steroids. Was Private yeah. Ryan turned up to eleven. Yeah, yeah. It was it was oh, it was so it was so awesome. I'm like, I'm glad I finally watched it. <laughs> it's so and so. I didn't real. I watched that very late. I watched Band of Brothers for the first time maybe a year or two ago, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how many faces I read, like how many yes. people got, had, like that was their breakout role. Yeah. A lot of great actors are in this, in, in that show. Yeah. So, um, now, you know, yeah, they I, also yeah. have, uh, the, the same directors, writers and, and all that, the same production that made band of brothers because band of brothers was, uh, the European front. Yeah. They, they made it's uh, also on HBO max, I think. Um, called the Pacific, I think is what it's called. Yeah, which is I, the Japanese, uh, you know, the the fight, the na- the naval fights, and then the the take the uh, fighting on Japan. Yeah, you know, so and it's the same quality, the same quality of production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never, I I did not watch that one. I need to watch that one. Um, I I think I was going to start it, and I got bogged down with other stuff. <laughs> but it was just one of those like I just finished a war like series, so now I need to try to finish a different kind of series. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think also they just had a ton of animes that were coming out with like new seasons that I wanted to watch. So, um, like I said, my watch list is forever extended and long. So I have to pick and choose. But um, God, yeah, that series is great. Uh, but yeah, Andrew Garfield, amazing actor. <clears throat> so how about how about video games? What you've been playing lately, man? Modern Warfare nothing. Three. Don't tell me Modern yeah, Warfare Three. Yeah, Modern oh. Warfare Three. I, I look, man. I want to buy new games. I want to play <laughs> those new things. One, I just can't justify spending the money when i just don't have the time to put into them right yeah oh no I um, feel and, that. I, and i want to i promise you i want to and then i'm just like but i'll buy it i'm gonna play it today and i'll play it tomorrow and then i'm gonna get bogged down with whatever and then i won't be able to play it anymore as like i want to and then i'll just be sad so <laughs> i feel like on a weekly basis the thought pops into my head man i need to get back into final fantasy 14 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, no, I just, I can't. I, I played it a lot before Gemma was born because um, I was, well, one, because Gemma wasn't <laughs> born yet. And, you know, we were, we were living out there um, while I was still in school. And I had my schedule to where I would only, I would only have class Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. For a, a few semesters. So, I was in class all day those days. Tuesday and Thursday, I was just home. I'd do a bit of homework. It was just me and Jacques, just me and the dog. Addie yeah. would go to work. And I would and I mean I'd go hard in Final Fantasy 14. And now it's I'd like pfft, I just I just don't have the time now to justify a, a sub- subscription. <laughs> yeah. I, I I hear you. So like I, I think so, like, football season is almost over with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hunting season will be over with soon, as far as, like, deer hunting and everything is concerned. Yeah. So, like, once those two things end, I'm going to have some more free time on the weekends before, like, Elder's Gate. <laughs> yeah. So, either Elder's Gate or or something else. Um, mm-hmm. Elder's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate um, yeah. yeah, I don't know why I said Elder. Uh, but um, yeah, Boulder's Gate or anything else. I still want to buy like Hogwarts game and play that because I I just haven't done that yet, and mm-hmm. I would love to do that. And and um, they have some other ones that came out recently. I was like, oh, I would like to play that. And I was like, but I don't have the time for any kind of like open worlds. Anything. Do y'all have a Switch? I don't remember if you have a no. Switch. So we don't have a Switch. But I was gonna um, say the 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 Mario RPG remake is top notch. Is it? So I've heard good things about it for sure. So um, I would like to get the kids one. We kind of talked about it, but this year is not the year for sure. I don't know if next year will be the year. So next year, well, we're I mean, start. You know. If if the rumors are to be believed, the the Switch's successor is going to be coming out this year. Ah, okay. So if that be the case, well, by I'll the time I'll, I, I'll yeah, buy by the time I'm ready enough. I'll sell you mine. I'll sell you yeah. my current switch. Yeah, there we go. We'll we'll work something out. <laughs> but so I mean, now like Modern Warfare Three, I'm liking it. So so what they did was this time around because as you know, and I'm, I'm sure the listeners have heard me talk about it before, is a while back 
the company that was producing Call of Duty split into two different companies, right? Uh, Treyarch and um, what was the name of the other one? Infinity. Well, yeah, that's been a long time. Infinity Ward. Yes, Infinity Ward. Oh yeah, right? that's that's been that's been since Modern. Warfare I know, II. but some people don't even know that though, right? Yeah, they they also so, one year is Treyarch, one year is it, Infinity Ward. It's, it's it, been back and forth exactly, like exactly. But I, I think some people don't even know that. Uh, so, uh, but so anyway, the reason I'm getting to that is is. We had the remakes of Modern Warfare 2, which was last year, and then Modern Warfare 3 this year. And what was cool about Modern Warfare 3 this year is is all the guns you unlocked, all the skins you paid for, transferred over to Modern Warfare 3 from Modern Warfare 2. That's good. So all that time I spent unlocking guns and getting the gold and the plasma, plasma and the cosmic and whatever the other camo was for those guns transferred over. So that was awesome. And I like the idea of like, I don't like the idea of buying like player skins. Not that I really buy any, I might buy one every once in a while if I really like it, but like, I don't like the idea of buying player skins and you can't use it for the next game. It's just, oh yeah, it's like you just spent however much, I guess 20 bucks or whatever to use this skin. And then you can't even use it again as soon as the new game comes out. So um, them allowing that to happen on here was awesome, and then obviously they have zombies this time around, so uh, a lot of people are, are indulging in that. Um, and some of the things you kind of wanted out of Modern Warfare 2, they put into this game, uh, so I enjoyed that aspect of it too. We got some new kind of lethal weapons, uh, all kinds of things. So, um, I might play that, I usually play it. I won't say every day, but almost every day. I'll put like an hour. I'll just do the dailies, you know, because mm-hmm. you get like three challenges a day. So I'll do those, and then I'll, I'll pop off, and and I'll let Mary watch whatever she wants to watch, and I'll usually come on my computer and either continue a series or a movie or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So I do still play like Skyrim every once in a while, though. <laughs> so I don't think that'll ever stop. Um, yeah. Elder Scrolls 6 will come out eventually. <laughs> yeah, in like 2026, right? Or something along those lines. They have to re-release Skyrim another four times before they can do that, though. Oh, for sure. So, um, hopefully, one day, one day we'll see we'll see Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. Unfortunately, they just wanted to put their time into ESO for whatever reason. So And Starfield. And Starfield. But... Nah, I mean it is what it is. Did you try Starfield at all or no, not at all. I did want to, but from what I've heard, like it's not that it isn't fun, but it's just a lot of people say it it's become extremely monotonous. Well, it's because it feels so I played it for a couple days because I have Game Pass on PC and so it was available day one on Game Pass. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying, Oh, it just feels like Skyrim in space. And that's true, but Skyrim's a like what fifteen year old game? Yeah, yeah, so, I think it's fifteen as of last year, maybe more. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. So it's just it just didn't feel. Aside from there being load screens with your spacecraft travel, which is incredibly immersion breaking. Yeah, it just. Felt like I was playing a 15 year old RPG with updated graphics. 
Yeah, and so, I don't want to feel that. Yeah, it was just. I don't know. I just I didn't feel drawn into it. So, and I had no reason to. You know, like I didn't pay for. It. I mean, I paid for it because X Game Pass, but. Well, you that's know. different, though. Also, you know. Yeah, I was, like I was you bought it specifically, so I I yeah. know a lot of people were kind of disappointed in it. Um, and a lot of people I, love it, but I mean, a lot of people. Now, I think they did have some updates that were free for it that made it a lot better, is what is what some people were saying. But so. yeah, um, I don't know. So I know. They're re are they remastering? Let's see. They are remaking Final Fantasy VII. Right. Yeah. Well, but they've been working so, on that for a while. They they broke it up into three parts. Yep. Well, I mean the the old one was four discs, so makes sense, right? Yeah, and I I played a lot of seven. I never actually beat it back in the day. Um, uh huh. But. I, I, it looks amazing. It looks really fun. I like the changes to combat. It's much more action RPG type, but I, I just have a hard time justifying three separate purchases for yes. what was at one point one game. And I know they added a ton of stuff and I know it is I mean, hundreds of hours worth of content. And, and that, and that's where I'm at though. Like if, if, if I buy the first one and it gives me like 200 hours of playing time, then I don't mind buying the second one. Cause you could just consider it as three different games at that point. Right. Yeah. But if I pay the $60 for the first game and I only get 20 hours of play time, I want to stab somebody. <laughs> I want to fucking just murder them because I'm like 20 hours. That's it. That's it. That's, that's all I paid $60 for 20 hours. Fuck off. Not doing that shit, right? Like, yeah. come on now. Um, so I don't know, but I I get what you're saying because you feel like you should just pay the sixty dollars and get all of it, right? So all the other remakes, that's how, that's how, yeah. Yeah, all, like all the last what four or five years, there's been a lot of remakes of older games come out, and none of them to, that I can recall separated the original into new separate games, like yeah, like Final Fantasy Seven. Well, I mean, maybe. So, like, because today you buy a game, and they're like, hey, it's been a couple years. We, we're going to go ahead and release some extra content that you have to pay for, right? And that's what, and that's kind of been the general feel of video games, with the exception of some major hard hitters like Elden Ring, or I, I don't know if Hogwarts has, like, DLC after the fact. Um I'm not sure, but Elden Ring doesn't. Elden Ring is getting no, DLC no. this year. It, it it is, but, but it was its own complete game, even without it. Yes, yes, and and that, that's kind of my point to it. So, right. um, but like, if they're like, hey, instead of doing that, like, we'll just we're gonna split the game up. That way, we can give you something soon. You can play that, enjoy that, and then the following year, you get the next installment of it, right? I don't but, feel like it's any different than doing a one, two, three. But what you just described is is what was what's commonly referred to as games as a service. True. And so I'm 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 thinking back to Anthem. True. 
<laughs> that, uh, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. If you except if they you didn't mean, charge you for each update. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd maybe no. play. I still. I, uh, I still. I, I go ahead. Oh no, you go. I still need to play like God of War Ragnarok two. Um, even though I have had some spoilers on TikTok, I don't care. I'm still gonna play it. Um, and I still need to play like the next Star Wars movie, m- movie, uh, Star Wars video game. Um, because I mean I beat the first one of both of those. The um, and... the Souls like. Hmm. The the Souls like uh, Star Wars game with um with some main character named Cal something. It's yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Cal. Star Wars Survivor. Yeah, yeah. I heard those were really good. They the first one is was amazing. I enjoyed it. Um, not as open world as I was kind of hoping it would be, but I don't think it was meant to be open world in the sense of like Elden Ring or or Skyrim or anything like that. I think it was literally just like, hey, you just kind of pick where you want to go and then play through those levels, right? Um, but the content, the storytelling was was awesome. Uh, what you can do, the cust- the lightsaber customization. Uh, the force abilities, um, and some of the fights were just iconic, and some of them made me scared. And I can't say that very often with anything. So, um, spoiler alert: Darth Darth Vader is all I'm gonna say. So you can play the first game, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. But just saying, they're worth playing for sure. Um. And as far as like a standalone, I think I wouldn't mind buying the second parts of those because at least I know that like it won't be an ongoing thing. I can complete it within a reasonable amount of time and not have to grind. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, I might be more prone to, to buying those at some point in the future and playing them so I can just continue the stories that I started, you know? Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I've been revisiting an old story with uh, with Chance. We've uh, we've he restarted, and I I played a lot on Xbox, but I haven't. My Xbox is still in the packing box from when we moved out here. It's never. Oh my! Out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to just sell that thing. Probably but, so. Uh, I started. I got because it was on sale. Uh, Monster Hunter World on PC through Steam. And for like with the at the game awards was the reveal of the next main Monster Hunter title, uh-huh. which which doesn't even come out until twenty five. Mm-hmm. But just them revealing it somehow recreated a surge of players into Monster Hunter World, uh-huh. and it is having like it hasn't had this many concurrent players since it launched. <laughs> That's Six crazy. Years ago. Six years ago. So, and I played, and I played Monster Hunter World for a little while. Um, I don't know. I think it's just because I hadn't played it before that that I wasn't as invested. So yeah, I fell out it, of it. There's a big learning curve to it. It's very yeah. It's violent. a very big learning curve, and you have to know what you're doing. And I did not. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I still had some fun with it, though. I'm not going to say I didn't. I just. Oh yeah, it, it's a whole lot of fun. I when, probably when, had, I definitely had over a thousand hours on Xbox, probably close yeah. to fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. 
probably 1500 hours on xbox between yeah that's crazy game and the expansion so yeah well i can't say nothing i've got i don't i don't even want to know how many hours i had in like world of warcraft over the space of like a decade right so um (laughs) too many too many i promise (laughs) so wow we'll do that to you yeah i'm glad i gave it up i went back to it last year for a little while and played and it was fun but then it just got like extremely monotonous again yeah uh i enjoyed the storylines though the storylines were fun i was like oh this is cool i like i like where they're going with it and like i watched um like the the next expansion reveals on blizzcon and all that other stuff well not actual blizzcon but like later youtube videos of it or whatever you want to say it and like where they're going with it, it sounds interesting. I've always enjoyed the World of Warcraft lore. I just, to play the games, I just, just like everything else, I just don't have the time. <laughs> That's one game yeah. I definitely do not, will ever have the time to play. One of us <laughs> just needs to go win the lottery so we can both retire and then just game yeah. all day. Pretty much. Like, Robbie, you want to come be my CPA? All you have to do is my taxes once a year, and that's it. And then you just get paid for the rest of the year. There we go. So... It's a plan. We're gonna do that. I'm gonna go buy a ticket. Got a lot of plans with my my lottery winnings, but we're gonna have a lot of fun. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> what what I, would be I, what what would what would be the most ridiculous thing you would buy if you won the lottery and just woke up one day and had a hundred million in the bank? Hmm. Um, nothing as crazy as you would think, but like, I would go like full gun nut. I would have an entire <laughs> Doomsday prepper. Yes. Like doomsday prepper. Like I would have just an entire room of like nicely placed on the wall guns and ammo of various different calibers and uses and i mean sure stockpile food and like water filtration system (laughs) and 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 and, and like you know solar panels and stuff um like i don't i don't feel like there's anything off the wall like insane crazy that i would buy with that money because like i just I would I would build the house that I always wanted. Like I would have a gym. I guess that if you want to go crazy, like I would have my own workout room mm-hmm. and like a pool. I think those are all just kind of standard though. Um, I don't feel like like I wouldn't buy like an insanely expensive car. Like I'll probably don't get me wrong. I I drop like a hundred k on a nice truck, which is a lot to me. But like if I have a hundred million dollars, I could probably spend a lot more than that. But I would just buy like a very nice truck. And if Mary wants a nice car, cool. Like, I don't, I'm not one of those people that would just like go off the rails and buy like crazy shit. Like buy uh, an island or something. No, I just don't like why? Like, it's the same thing. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't build a mansion. Like, if I built a house, if it was two stories, you would be lucky. Like, it would probably just be like a one story nice house. Well, like, my wife wants a, uh, what she wants is, um, I don't know, they call them like bar, barn dominiums. But not really like a barn, but just it's kind of like a metal building and you have a house inside of it. You know what I'm talking about? I, um, I guess. I'm not. Kind of. Maybe. So it's 
So it, it, would, outside, it would. Yeah. So like that, the outside would just be like a large metal building, and then your inside you would have your house, like everything, like your rooms and everything. But then off the side you would have like storage and all the other stuff. I think the main appeal of that is is that like those can be like hurricane rated for like category fours or some shit like that. I don't I don't know, but yeah. Um, and I like the idea just because of like, the way the layout is and everything else. Um, but like we wouldn't have a crazy house. Like we wouldn't have crazy cars. Like I'm not going by like gaudy jewelry. Like I I don't I don't really wear jewelry. So it's like, well, what is there left? Like, yeah, sure. I'd spend like, don't get me wrong. Like, I wouldn't mind spending like 10 grand on a, on a high end gaming computer. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but like, even then, like what's 10 grand to like a hundred million, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's not, that's why I'm saying it's so hard to just be like, what's the most crazy thing. I don't, I don't really know. You know what would be crazy was, is like, I would set up all, like I would take a large chunk of that money, put it in, in investments and then just have money for the rest of my life. And then everything else, I'm just going to work very hard to get rid of. So, like, yeah. friends and family, they're getting money. Like, charities, <laughs> they're getting money. Like, I would probably use that money to help people out more than anything else. Because, like, once I'm set up, why wouldn't I try to set up everyone else? Like, it just doesn't. And, like, if you want to call that, like, the craziest thing I would do with it, sure. Like, I am going to work very hard to get rid of the millions of dollars of money that I have. So, where like, I'll still be set up. I'll still have, you know, whatever in the bank, but like my main goal will be like, all right, all I want is my investments. I'm already set up everywhere else. I'll have a couple of gold bars and a safe somewhere just in case shit hits the fan. But like, besides for that, like, I don't, you know, being insanely wealthy for the rest of my life, eh, being set up and then setting everyone else up is just to me more appealing. So how about you? Uh, We would probably buy some land to kind of the same thing build um like we like our house a lot mm -hmm. we wish it was on a little bit more property uh-huh um but not like nothing crazy like maybe two acres three at the most mm -hmm. um but like as for like the only maybe extravagant spending i really want and, and i may still end up doing this one day just if I make partner at the firm or something one day and, and I'm making, you know, a lot more money and can, can afford it, you know, reasonably, uh, get my pilot's license. Yeah. That would actually be cool. I would get my pilot's license and then buy a plane nice. and then take my friends and family on trips around the world, fly us there myself. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. So I will say that I would probably buy like a hundred acres of land. And then build a friend commune on it. So, like, if shit hits the fan, all my friends could just, like, we'll just live on that 100 <laughs> acres. I'll move in. But that's kind of like the doomsday prepper in me that wants to just uh -huh. be like, we'll all have our own individual places on this land. And then there'll be, like, a central hub where we can eat and shit. And then, like, if you want to grow gardens and stuff, we'll have that. And farm animals, you know. It'll be cool. But still, not, like, insane you know, right. so <laughs> yeah, I would, I, I, I definitely want a plane. There was, there was a time where I don't know. I've always been a fan of, I guess, aviation. Uh, there was a point nearing the end of high school where I wanted to join the Air Force to become a pilot. Me too. 
but at the time uh you had to have 2020 vision natural mm -hmm. 2020 vision gotcha now you can get if you're a good enough candidate and your only downside is not 2020 vision you can like the from what i understand the air force will pay for lasix and oh, correct okay. it for you and then that's good enough like if everything else yeah. about you is like a solid candidate and like you're yeah. if, if if not for poor vision you would be perfect um then they will pay for corrective surgery corrective lasik surgery procedure mm -hmm. whatever it's called i guess it's a surgery um but yeah at the time that wasn't the thing and then also i had a history of childhood asthma and the recruiter i spoke to was like yeah if, if you want to be a pilot don't waste your time you it won't happen <laughs> i was like all right well there thanks. you go thanks yeah. for being honest well, you know, like I probably watched way too much Top Gun when I was younger because I definitely wanted to be like a fighter pilot. Not that my ASVAB would have been high enough the first time around. Granted, I didn't take the test seriously when I took it. So, but I mean, if there's one thing that can disqualify you, it's being six foot five. Yeah, I was, I was going to so, say you're way too tall. Way too I'm, big, tall. I'm barely like, within the height. Yeah. I'm barely within yes. the height maximum. Yes, yes. You cannot be a tall individual and and be a fighter fighter jet pilot or probably a regular pilot in the air force if i had to guess so um yeah so that was quickly dashed and then after that i was like well i don't really want to join in the other branches of of the military because just like who wants to get yelled at for four years and do stupid things um which now in hindsight i probably should have joined i think it would have been really good for me in the long term but you know, I could have also gotten like shot and killed. So I mean, it is what it is. Um, a lot of respect to our mil military brethren, but uh, it just wasn't in the cards for me. I guess you could say, right? Yeah. So, I just, yeah, I was kind of in the same boat. Like, if if I was gonna do any of them, it would have been Air Force just to be yeah. a pilot. Yeah. I had no interest in doing anything else. So yeah. I decided. So to, I decided to run into burning buildings instead for ten years. Yes, there you go. Now, fun story. My dad actually did take pilot lessons. He has, I don't, I don't think he was able to finish. So my 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 grandpa, uh, my dad's dad, was a um, a, a dozer operator, which he would operate all kinds of large equipment. But like he would do, uh, he'd work pipeline a lot, and he so he'd go around the country a lot on jobs, working pipeline and doing different things as an operator. So my dad moved around a lot when he was younger, uh, but for a while he was able to stay in one place. So he had started taking um, pilot's lessons when he was a teenager. And he actually logged like several hundred hours of, of flight time and different things like that and was on his way to getting his license. I don't know what happened to prevent that from happening, but um, he loved it. Like he's like, man, it's 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 an awesome thing to do. I was like, man, I wish you would have finished, you know, <laughs> so um but yeah this is a neat little story there <laughs> so well i guess we could wrap it up bud we got a couple yeah. hours under our belts i think it's it's good to have you back on we both have work tomorrow i imagine and yeah yeah it was a good little chat yeah I, uh i might get a little bit of time on uh on the on on my quest before I head to bed the the VR set 
I uh I just recently got the Quest Three, the newest one, because Mm-hmm. at Oh. uh, at our at the firm's office Christmas party, I got a uh a I my everybody won something. Yeah. Uh, my prize was a uh, wireless phone charger and then a sizable gift card to Best Buy. Nice. Okay. So between That's that the best kind and of then, gift card. Go ahead. oh yeah. Uh, so I sold. I had the Quest Two. I sold that to my cousin's husband, and so between that and the gift card, You're able to make up the difference. yeah. Mm. Nice. So I got the new one, and <clears throat> um, it comes with a free copy of a game called Asgard's Wrath Two, Okay. and it's made by Oculus Studios. It's like it's their own game. And it's really, it's really fun. There's some puzzle solving in it. The, um, the sword play, um, combat is really precise Nice, for, good. for VR. So it's pretty good. It's, it's been fun. I'll, I'll usually do about an hour before I go to bed. Yeah, you gotta get some. You gotta get some decompression time, right? I Yeah. tell people that all the time. I'm like, look, man, I, whether I'm tired or not, because like, like, like on a Friday night, I'll stay up like super late and and do whatever. Sometimes it's podcasting. Sometimes it's video games. Sometimes it's watching a movie, whatever. And and Mary's like. I don't know how you manage to stay up all the time. I was like, honestly, I'm tired the entire time, but I just need time to wind down from the week and decompress. And Right. and and you got to take that time for yourself, or you're just gonna burn out. So you know, Yep. I'm That's glad that's you're doing how that. I manage. So go ahead and uh, pip out your YouTube page and anything else you want to. Uh, do you do Twitch also? I, th I thought you had a Twitch. I have yeah, but I don't know. I guess more on a principled stance, I was gonna stick to YouTube because Twitch at the same time that I decided to start streaming and stuff on there amended its uh content policies. Okay. Had you had you followed that story? So, somewhat. I I've heard a lot about Twitch recently. And and Yeah. some of it was that some of it was about like nudity, um, several different things. So Yeah. And I just don't feel like managing two different platforms. Like if you know, Twitch I I don't I, I don't care enough. This is this Yeah. is a hobby right now, so I'm just gonna Yeah. stick to YouTube. Yeah, there, there's a reason Fixie's Playground doesn't have a YouTube, and that's because I don't like being constrained by any rules. And Right. if you listen to Fixie's Playground, there are some wild shits that go on in some of those episodes. This was a pretty tame episode. It was a good episode, but like tame. But like, I just, I'm not going to get like canceled or, or have my video taken down. Right. So I'm just not going to do that. So uh, podcasting is the way to go, apparently, for me. Yeah. But But uh, yeah, just the, the YouTube channel, uh, the certified gaming accountant. Um, the the next video I have planned will be on uh, what is what's called standard deduction versus itemized deductions on your on your personal taxes, um, because I, I think I have a really good personal uh, example to provide of if it's even worth. Like I, I need to, to 
people people need to understand if it's even worth their time to keep all the receipts for all the possible things that could be on itemized deductions. One of them is medical expenses. And as you know, I broke my, I shattered my, I didn't break my shoulder. I shattered my collarbone in September. That's right. That's right. Trying to act like King Griffey Jr. reincarnated. Yeah. I was thinking more Derek Jeter, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go. Um, yeah, a lot of medical bills associated with that. And a friend of mine told me, oh, well, hey, at least you can, you know, you can itemize on your taxes, you know, with that. And it's like, you, so few people itemize deductions on their taxes, even fewer actually take advantage of medical expenses. Mm-hmm. So that's what the next video is going to be on. Sweet. So I'm going to hit you up later on <laughs> yeah. because I had like two sleep studies done because of my sleep apnea and so like i got a cpap i'm waiting on the mask to come in mm-hmm. well look not to poo-poo my company but my health care is dog shit so like they basically almost didn't pay for anything with these sleep studies that were like 1800 a pop right so you know there's deductions to be had <laughs> yeah, not I'm, saying I'm there is but, I'll do some research well, for you, you on know. on whether sleep studies because like <laughs> it gets into the whole oh is this medically necessary type of thing uh, yeah I know well that's probably what the insurance companies are saying it's like yeah because like I stopped, I stopped breathing like 70 plus times an hour and I'm pretty sure that's yes I have that's I have I have extreme sleep apnea. Okay. So I'm just saying, so like if, if you think that not breathing while you're sleeping 70 plus times an hour is, is not like a, a direct health <laughs> effect. Yeah. Like who, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is what I want to tell the insurance. Cause I'm like, I am, I am saving you money by getting right. the CPAP because it's going to cause more health problems right. as things go. Like, do you want to pay for a heart attack? Cause I might get a heart attack. That's a possibility. Like all those, all those things increase with sleep apnea because you're just right. straining your body all night long and you don't get rest. So you're tired during the day. Plus you're straining your body all night long. So anyway, but yeah, I'll do a little bit of research for you and then we can, we can talk about that. Uh, yeah. Next yeah. Time sure. We get together. Sure. But, um, yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. We'll, uh, I'll give out some quick shout outs for all the other podcasts that everyone should listen to. Uh, the nightclub, which I am now a, a co-host on, uh, is a horror movie podcast. Show the pod. Also another horror movie podcast, Joe blow horror show, another horror movie podcast, <laughs> um, handle with scare Horror bandwagon. All we need is sleaze DBS films. Y'all check those things out. Uh, if you have questions, you can always, Contact me and I can shoot you that way. If you want to be on the podcast, shoot me a message also. I will be more than happy to have new guests on. Return guests on. Robbie, you can come on again tomorrow if you want. I don't care. We'll find something to talk about, right? Uh, the point is, is we're just trying to keep this thing going. Um, episode 50, I'm going to try to plan something big. Uh, we'll be coming up on it shortly. So that should be interesting. Um, anyway, everyone, have a good night. One. Two, three, four, one, two.